Hello and welcome to the Kick in the Creatives podcast, hosted by myself, Sandra Busby, and my fellow creative, Tara Roskell, offering you interviews, inspiration, motivation, and a gentle prod in the right direction. And for lots more information, challenges, and other useful tools to help you get creating, you can go to kickinthecreatives.com. And of course, this is where you can also find today's show notes. Enjoy the show. today's episode and today we're going to talk about scams, spoofs and trolls. But before we get onto that, thank you so much to everyone who's been sharing their work that they've been doing for the challenges on social media. Keep them coming. We love seeing what you're doing. And a huge thank you to our latest Kofi supporters. Your support shows us that you like what we do and you'd like us to continue. And we're going to thank each of you personally at the end of the show. And we had a lovely review in from a mystery reviewer. We've been trying says, to guess, haven't we, who it is? We have. <laughs> and it says, I, I think it means I heart Tara and Sandra, but it actually says, I hear Tara and Sandra. <laughs> I'm not surprised because we're quite loud. Um, it says, they are the funniest people around and I owe them much of my creative spurts and getting me out of an art block. Keep up the good work. And it says, I heart Tara and Sandra via Apple Podcasts in Canada. So who is that mystery person? Let us know, please. Yes, we want to know. And thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate it. We both really appreciate that. It's lovely to get a review, isn't it? So nice. We get very excited about reviews. (laughs) So And so far, we've only had nice ones. We didn't write ourselves, did we? No, no, no. We didn't write it ourselves. Honestly, no. (laughs) Uh, Also, we just want to thank our sponsor as well, and that's Evolve. Evolve can teach you how to paint in a realism style to a professional level in a year or less, and for a fraction of the price of an art school. Not only do they give you all the lessons and the support online, but they also send you all the materials you need. And if you want to learn a bit more, they actually give a free tutorial webinar where they, I think they teach you, I don't quite know what they teach you, about edges? Is it about edges? Uh, yeah, lost and found edges, soft. things like that. Yeah. yeah. And you can watch that at kickinthecreatives.com forward slash evolve webinar. Or if you want to hear more about the program, you can go back and listen to episodes 67 and 73. Do you know, when I was can, learning yeah. to oil paint, um, yeah. When I, I actually learned this eventually myself by accident, but a lost and found edge, when I realised what that meant, it was a game changer for my painting. It really was. My paintings got a hundred times better from that moment on. So it's it's well worth going and having a look at that webinar. I, I hadn't seen it at the time, but if only I had, I'd have learned it a lot sooner. In my, you know, so my it's, art. I don't, is it like a soft edge versus a hard edge? And some of them disappear altogether. Oh, magic. Mm. Anyway, what is new with you? Oh, well, you know, I'm um, painting my stack of donuts. Well, I am now on the oil layers. So I've finished the acrylics because, as we've said um, before, I normally work all in oils from bottom to top. Um, And this time I've decided I'm going to try doing the sort of under layers and the kind of first mid layer in acrylics mainly because I wanted to I'm so sick of waiting for the oil layers to dry because I just want to be able to get in there and do it when I want to do it and not think oh actually you know I'll wait for this to dry but I don't like acrylics from the point of view they're not great to blend so I still don't like them for that reason but I do like them uh 
from the point of view that I can do 10 minutes work if I want, rinse my brushes out with water and then, you know, walk out. Whereas in oils, I can't do that because, you know, by the time I've fanned about with my the painting and then, you know, washed out my brushes, I was probably spend more time washing my brushes out than I would actually painting if I was to do it like that. So... I thought I'm going to try it that way. And actually, I've really enjoyed working that way. And for any beginners out there, it is fine to work in oils over acrylics. Just never do it the other way around because that won't work. Um, it, won't, it won't last. But yeah, working with oils over acrylic is absolutely fine. But what I did as well, and I, I'm sure this isn't what a lot of people do, but what I did is just to be absolutely sure, when I'd finished my acrylic underlayer and the mid layer, what I did is I got some flower paper and I just really lightly um, rubbed with the flower paper over the acrylic just to take off that um, shiny sort of smooth surface because I really wanted to make sure I've got a proper key <laughs> do you know what I mean for the oils to is that like sandpaper it is sandpaper. yeah except it doesn't really feel rough you it's you could rub it on your skin quite hard and it won't break the surface of the skin, but it, it's just enough to give it a tiny bit of a key. Um, so it was really strange to do that because I felt like I'd gone backwards a bit after that because I'd, I'd, I'd um, gone over it with the flower paper and then, of course, I could start to see the a bit of the underlayer peeping through again. But that was fine. I didn't panic. I was like, no, it's fine. I'm going in with oils next. I know oils like the back of my hand. I know how they work. It's going to be fine. So... Um, and I must admit, have you tried? What have you tried? You know, you bought those uh, acrylic gouache or whatever. Oh yeah, they're, they're like matte acrylics, aren't they? Essentially, that's what they are: matte acrylic paints. Yeah, they're water based, aren't they? I don't yeah. know. I don't know about using those under oils. You know, I'm not sure they'd be stable enough. I think they are just basically acrylic paint, but just with a matte finish, aren't they? I know you can actually get acrylics with a matte finish as well. It's not really about the fact it's a matte or a sheen. It's just about... Oh, I thought that's what you were getting rid of, this, this n- no, sort of shiny just, surface. Well, no, what I mean by that is it's really smooth and I want, I oh, want I to see. know there's a key that the, yeah. the oil paint will properly, Sit on. you know, adhere to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know about the stability of those acrylic um, paints under oils. I'm not sure. So I probably wouldn't want to test it out. That's <laughs> good. not really no um but yeah so and when I picked up my oil paints it was great because I was already at that point where I was like oh this is the fun bit this is where I start to refine it a bit and so I loved I loved that and now I'm probably two-thirds of the way into the painting I've got another sort of mid layer to do and then I've got to start working on things like I don't know the sugar and stuff like that and um it's not so obviously I don't want to be painting every grain of sugar so that would be fun trying to work out a way of um depicting the sugar without doing that so I'm quite quite looking forward to that um a bit like when I did that peach you remember I, I painted that bum yeah I did a kind of like um, an experimental piece with just a bum a sketchy bum with a realism peach and then I was thinking how am I gonna how am I going to describe the fuzz on the peach without actually trying to paint each individual fine bit of fluff? And that was fun working that out. And I did that and it looked fuzzy. So this will be a new challenge for me, sugar. 
so yeah looking forward to it so yeah I'm, I'm much but of course then when I did that next layer basically that was covering up everything I'd already done um well not covering yeah. it completely but you know going over the canvas with the oils and then of course the following day I couldn't work on it because I thought oh no I can't really because oh. I've got to wait for it to dry <laughs> but, you, you need to do two again don't you, you need to yeah do I probably paintings. I probably do but having only recently come out of the art block I thought let's not let's not push it <laughs> so yeah. but actually I am over the art block now because I'm really I'm my sketchbook is really calling me back again now and that hasn't for ages so I'm really really I'm in a good place I'm in such a good place so just for anyone out there who happens to be going through an art block honestly if if I was where I was at and I'm here now have no worries about it honestly it'd be fine <laughs> but it's so what's in your sketchbook then no I haven't done any yet <laughs> oh right <laughs> I haven't done any yet but li- literally because I've been spending the time I have got on the actual painting but no right. I, I'm but I, I really you know that, that feeling where you really want to I want to do some blind contours yeah because I really enjoyed those I really enjoyed those but I want to get to that point where I'm like right every day I just want to do a bit of sketching because I was doing it daily um I've, I obviously haven't done that for a while so but I want to do it now, five years ago, the words, I really want to do a blind contour, would oh, not have come out no. your mouth, would it? No. No, it would have come out of your mouth and I'd have laughed yeah, and said, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Um, something about that, though, isn't there? Something about just, I don't know, the freedom Quirk. of it. Yeah. But so yeah. that's where I'm at with the art. That I'm very happy. I've got something to say. <laughs> I can respond to what you've asked me because before good. it was like, well, not a lot really because of my art blog. But now it's great. I'm in a good place. But anyway, what about yeah. you? What is new with you? Well, I told you, didn't I? Uh, well, mm. I told you a couple of days ago. I sold a painting. I know. Yay. I know. And, and the funny thing is I sold it... Um, in a local this little gallery shop, which is basically it's a, it's a non-profit run by a, our local art group um, that I'm a member of now. And uh, so if you join the art group, you can put in, I think as long as you're a, a reasonable standard, you can put in three pieces of work. and you, They charge you a very small hanging fee, like £10 a month, obviously to cover the costs, help cover the costs. Um, and then they take 20% commission. So... I put in obviously my faces. The town I live in is not. It's not an well. I don't actually live in the town, but it's not a market town. The the nearest town, and it's not a, a hubbub of art and culture. Let's put it that way. <laughs> um, so I was really surprised because it, it's generally when I went in there before, it's quite quiet in the shop, and so I was really surprised because you tend to think it will be people who like more traditional art that would go in there yeah so I was yeah really really thrilled because I almost wondered whether to bother paying the hanging fee for the next two months or not which is kind of funny because then I get the I just paid it and then I get the email through saying you just sold a painting that's amazing <laughs> bonkers so yeah. yeah so definitely don't always judge a book by its cover kind of thing because you just never know who's going to go in that place. So, uh, yeah. And then also, I just messaged you a picture of a dog I've just known. I've also put it on Instagram. I put the video version, the process version. I've been experimenting with painting a few dog faces. 
It I is put an, up a really... so cool, this dog. It really is. I love it. Thank you. But yeah, I put up one picture I'd done quite a while ago of a dog, which is, was in a very different style. When I say different style, that was more the ink type drawing. This is more the crazy graffiti style. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I put put that up, and I actually really enjoyed that. I'm not I'm not going away from my humanoid faces, but I'm going to throw a few dogs in as well. And I'm going to stealth mode, as I said on my thingy with those. So I'm going to wait until I've got a little bit of a collection together on those. I'm just going to be sharing those in my newsletter. Um, and then when I've got a few, then I might go public. Go public. Doesn't that sound posh? <laughs> no, it, it's absolutely lovely. I really loved it. As soon as you sent it through, I thought, yeah, this will do well. Everyone's going to love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So th- that's what I'm doing. Really? So if you do want to see it, if you do want to see them early, you just join my emailing list. So, yes, um, yeah. So shall we move on to what we're talking about? Yes. Today? And what are Which we it, talking Somebody about? suggested, didn't they? Mm. And Who was idiot it? Idiot me, I, I, I can't remember. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I think it was Andy. I think it was Andy. It might have been Andy, actually. I think you might be right. Yeah. Um, he suggested he'd really like um, an episode on scams. Uh, and scams obviously that relate to artists so we kind of extended that little bit to what did we call it scams spoofs and trolls because all these things are the yicky dark side of artist life aren't they and so we thought we'd just share a few of the things that we've been through ways that we can you can try and help you protect yourself obviously you, you you're never going to be able to 100 percent protect yourself from these things are you no, definitely not. No, unfortunately. But, but, but there's certain things that you can do to try and try and um, make sure you're safe. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Where do you start? I mean, the thing is, I suppose there's there's a difference, isn't there, between a spam, a spoof, and a troll? Or well, maybe we should just say what we mean, because like spam, that that's just the oh, constant stuff you get, don't you? Just stupid, annoying comments on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's kind of the, you know, oh, would you like to, we love your website. Would you like to advertise our glasses, our cool sunglasses, our pet gear, even though you don't do anything to do with pets? That's those just annoying ones. <laughs> that just reminds me of what I got. I got one. Um, oh, what was it? Uh, we love your we love your website. We think you'd be a great fit to um, promote our products. Smooth my balls. Do you remember that? <laughs> yes, was that really. us or was it me? Yeah. I Smooth don't know. Smooth my balls. <laughs> I think it might have been us as, as kicking the graves. I yeah. mean, do I look like I've got balls <laughs> for a start? No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that just it literally things like that. that. I mean, they just make me laugh. You know, and anything that's we, I mean, we, when we get emails, Tara, would do, if any, anybody emails us and says, hi there, or hello, kicking the creatives, we instantly just delete because we're like, well, you haven't, you don't even know our names. So this no. is just, we're not even going to waste my time reading this. You've got no idea what we do, who we, you know, it's just crazy. Um, but yeah, anyway, I'm digressing a bit there, but yeah. I mean, yeah, so, so that's what we were talking about, about as a sc- uh, spam, weren't we? Mm. A scam, that's when someone is, well, we're, we're calling it when someone's like trying to somehow extract money or something out of you. Yeah. Spoof, 
And now, for me, a spoof is I've had multiple ones of these. It's when someone messages you or emails you to pretend to be someone else they're not um, with some opportunity. And I think often it's basically just a time waste. Yeah. Maybe there is some other motive. I don't I don't know, but to me it seems like a time waste. Yeah. Um and troll to me is just when someone's being a bit of an arse. Oh, I, I've had some um interesting things like that recently. I tend to get them mainly through TikTok. Yeah, um, I'm not I seem surprised to attract I t- seem to attract a certain <laughs> audience for some reason (laughs) I had a great opportunity come up recently um, when I got a message I got a message from someone on TikTok and um, shall I read it out to you yeah go on it's it's from um, well it says I won't say who it's from actually I better not but it says I'd like to be your steadfast and genuine sugar daddy and to deal with your rent and furthermore pay you seven thousand dollars a week I hope this doesn't offend you, but I find you really attractive and beautiful and I'd like you to be my sugar baby. Please message me back if you're interested. <laughs> of course I said yes immediately. $7,000 yeah, Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how many perimenopausal sugar babies are there out there, do you think? <laughs> <laughs> so that was interesting. I was like, oh, God. Oh, but I've, yeah. I mean, I've had, I've had, um, when I first started on TikTok, I mean, I don't know if you've had any of these or if it's just me that attracts these weirdos. I think I had, it's because you've got a big audience on TikTok. You've had a lot of, you've had quite a few that's gone viral, haven't you? Well, Whereas I've got a very small. Three and they, oh yeah, I suppose as well, they were, they were a bit rude. So yeah, it doesn't surprise me. I probably attracted no. the wrong sort out there. But yeah, I've had a, a bloke asking me if he can send me a photo of his willy. That was interesting. Um, and what, you when know, you actually you got the picture? Well, you said God, yes, didn't you? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> no. So, I, well, no, this was going back a bit. And I, and I, I do you know what? I, I just thought, oh my gosh, you know, you're, you're a young bloke who could be my son and you're asking me if you can send me a photo of your willy I just felt a cross for him I, I just was I felt like I wanted to tell him off <laughs> so, <laughs> God's sake don't go do, do your homework too young. Go so- anyway so I, I thought I'm not even going to well of course I'm not going to engage with anything like that I would never engage with anything like that um, I've learned by my mistakes in that department. I deleted the message and I thought, you know, by not replying, that would speak volumes, wouldn't it? Um, but yeah. it, that seemed to have completely the opposite effect. And uh, and he said, ooh, you know, by not responding, I'm guessing that must mean that you really do want me to send a photo. And with that, he sent a photo, but he didn't send it of... I didn't get a photo of his meat and veg, thank God. But um, he was wearing extremely tight shorts, um, so I could count <laughs> the number of meat and veg there were. And yeah. um, and then he followed that with another message saying, would I like another one without the shorts? Um, so, of course, again, I said yes. No, I didn't. Um, <laughs> no, I, and I thought, do you know what, I need to, ignoring him, because I couldn't see a way of blocking you someone. Block him? I couldn't see a way. I could see a way of deleting. So I deleted the messages. Um, You can report. It says delete report. But I couldn't see a way of blocking. I mean, I'm probably wrong. There probably is a way, but it wasn't obvious. I was new to TikTok at the time anyway. And um, 
So I thought, well, I can't just delete it because it, it just means he can still message me back. Yeah. So I thought, no, I'm going to have to reply. Um, and I said, I said, I thought, you know what, I need to be firm with him because I've learned over the years that the soft approach does not work with someone like that. Oh, um, please do not say soft and firm when you're talking about this. <laughs> Trust you to pick up on that. <laughs> do you know what, though? There was once a time that in an effort to be kind and not to upset anyone, I would have said something like, you know, I'm sure you have a very nice willy, um, but I really think it's best to keep that private and just share it with the person you love, you know, that kind of crap. <laughs> um, but I've learned that being nice is a very bad idea when it comes to people like that. So, uh, no, this side, this time I did answer. I said, to be clear, I do not want you to send me a photo of your willy, and if I hear from you again, I will have to report you. Um, then I yeah. got a message back from him apologizing profusion and I'm so sorry I didn't mean to offend really really sorry and do you know what typical me I felt really guilty oh no <laughs> I thought oh no I've, I've upset him oh god I'm, so, I'm terrible I'm honestly I'm rubbish but yeah. anyway it's, I haven't had any for a while well, apart from sugar daddy sugar daddy was a couple of weeks ago <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's the sort of some oh, honestly I oh, I don't yeah. know how I, I do I always I always seem to attract the yeah. um you obviously do attract them. I, I probably just block them straight away as soon as you get that message saying, Yeah, well, I, I would have done useful. if there was a block. Well, yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I think one of the classic ones that we both dealt, dealt with and that I've had people message me about, and it doesn't matter if you're an NFT artist or not, mm. you'll get a message saying, I love your art. Yeah. Can I buy it as NFTs? Yes. And, and and basically, I've had people email me and said, look, someone's told me, you know about NFTs. Can you tell me, is this genuine? Should I do anything with this? Um, no. Because, I mean, probably a lot of you have already encountered this and you know. But what the scam is, and they've tried to do this on you, haven't they, Sandra? Yeah. Early on. Mm. Well, I did start doing NFTs to... for a while, and, and I and I stopped doing NFTs because um, I got so many of them. In fact, the only the only, only um, I think the first three uh, bits of interest I had turned out to be scams. So I thought I can't be bothered with this. I'm I'm not even going to go down the NFT route because it just seemed to. I was very uncomfortable with it. Just got so many of them trying to pretend they were wanting to buy an NFT, but it was just a scam. And again, I, I said yeah, to you, I mean, Tara, is this real? Because you know about MFT, you got me into it. And, and you went, no, it's not. And sure enough, it wasn't. No. I think what, what you need to think about is, okay, why are they contacting me? If I'm not a very well-known artist, there's tons of artists out there who are doing NFTs. So why are they contacting me who doesn't, or even if you do and you're just a novice, when there's plenty of people they could buy art from like that. Um, so what they basically want to do is in order to sell NFTs, you have to create a digital wallet and you've got to put some crypto in it. Um, so what they do in this scam is if you are if you don't really know what you're doing, they'll say, oh, they'll try and help you in inverted commas. Um, so what you need to do is if you click this link and then it will take you to the site where you sell the NFTs and they'll make a cloned site so you'll go on there, click it, and it says, oh, you need to connect your wallet. So you then connect your wallet, and then they empty it. Yeah, so that's, that's basically that's what they're scam doing. They're I had. Take... Yeah, I had yeah. a, oh, um, I, I seem to be having trouble paying. I've tried to pay you. Um, it seems like you haven't linked, you haven't um, set it up properly. 
Um, I can help you out. Yeah, I had that. I think I had that a couple of times. Yeah. So, yeah, if anyone asks you about NFTs, just delete it. Don't even bother responding. I mean, I have messed about with them did I have I told you this no didn't you didn't you decide I think you might have done did you decide to waste their time as well and I can't yeah I did I decided I decided wait I mean I might have said this before on on the pod did I say on the podcast no I don't think so oh so yeah I decided it was just annoying and he was going to waste my time and whatever so I was going to waste his so he says I'm I'm trying to buy your nft but I, I keep getting this message up and I go, all right. I says, oh, oh, I don't know. It doesn't work for me. Can you can you send me a screenshot? And obviously, of course, that means he has to make one because it's not real. And then he'd send one. And I go, oh, can you try this one? And, so, and I, I basically just kept on getting him to send me screenshots. And then I ignored him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He kept yeah. on saying, this is getting a bit annoying now. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about it. Paul likes to play around with um, calls like that, sales calls. Yeah, I did too. He always tries to, he, he, what he does is he tries to sell them something instead. It oh, does he? It's quite funny, yeah. He'll say, no, I don't want to buy that, but That's I've fantastic. got this to sell. Would you like to buy this? It's really good price. <laughs> <laughs> what do they say? Oh, they, they they just get um, flustered and usually end up saying, just put the phone down, but he loves it. He loves yeah. doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So what's, um, the, what's the next one then? Um, okay, right. Well, I've had a few things like be it right. This is, this is a common one. And this, this I think was one of the first ones I ever got. And I don't know if sometimes they target kind of beginner artists or not. I don't know. Quite often you can give yourself away. Um, if you're a beginner artist, because you normally plaster a watermark over your work when you're showing it and all that sort of stuff. And I think it's a bit of a, they know, <laughs> they know when someone's not savvy when it comes to being scammed. Um, one of the ones, I think the first ones I got, it said something like, it's my wife's anniversary. That's that's the usual one, or, or birthday. It's, my, it's our anniversary, or it's my wife's birthday, or something like that. And I want to buy her some of your artwork, up to $10,000. Um, but there's a deadline. Um, I need to have it by XXX date, da-da-da. Again, the minute somebody says it's my wife's birthday, or it's our anniversary, literally a red flag should come up straight away. Because that I can guarantee, that I can almost guarantee that will be a scam. And I've had so many of those um, with the same wording. It's crazy. You'd think that they'd have thought of another one by now. But that's yeah. another one to watch What do you think for. they're trying to do there? Do you think they're somehow trying to launder money or do you think they're just trying to waste your time? I don't know what they're trying to No, I don't think they're trying to waste your time. They're, there's only, they're only going to be getting money out of this. Probably what they do yeah. is they give you a deadline and they do things like, you know, um, rush you. I mean, if somebody's trying to rush you, then they could be trying to trip you up, couldn't they? So if anyone gives you a deadline, be aware of that as well, straight away. You can, They can try and trip you up. Um, often the actual scam is about the postage. So, right. um, for instance... If, if you get a strange delivery or a payment request or an unusual request for where or where it's going to be sent to, just, you know, instinct is such a, 
is so much more often right than it is wrong, you know, yeah. your instinct, isn't it? And, you know, the classic thing I would say is if it's too good to be true, it, it probably is. <laughs> Do you know what yeah. I mean? Um, yeah. who, who, says, who says in advance, I've got $10,000? They don't. Exactly. Do they? And they just want to buy several of your pieces. I want to buy several of your pieces. Yeah. Just, yeah. just don't even bother wasting your time. It's not real. I'm not entirely sure what they're up to, but they're up to something, and it's just, yeah. it's just a line. I, I probably hear it three or four times a year. This one. Um, yeah, I mean, I've had, I've had a sort of woman like, well, you think it's a woman? It's a picture of a woman. Um, message me and said, I'm really interested in buying this piece of art. And that is unusual because usually they'll just say, I'm interested in buying your art. And they don't, yeah. because basically sending exactly the same message to everybody. Yes. Um, they won't say, said, Dear Sandra or Dear Tara. No. No. Because no. it's, a, it's a mass message, isn't it? Um, so, yeah, she just said she was interested in a certain place and could she buy it? Mm. And I just said, yes, she can. Here's a link to my website. <laughs> Off you go. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. but I looked at her picture and I thought, and what, one thing that is red flags for me is, okay, they don't even follow you. They like yeah. your work that much. They don't even follow you. Yeah. And then you go look at their account. And quite often the scammy ones have only been in existence for maybe a month or two. Yes. But they've got loads of followers quite often, like 10,000. Yeah. Um, but that's not necessarily – you can have someone who buys an old account, so that's not necessarily right. But also one thing you can do, and I think what I did with this one, is I took the photo that was on Instagram, the profile photo, and then you do a Google reverse image search. Yeah, that's a good before. idea. Yeah. And then you – and usually it will flag up where this photo has come from. And so it will either be a royalty-free image from somewhere – or right. it'll be an image of somebody else on the internet. Well, Google's so a good a good that's definitely an, that's a good idea. I mean, you can Google their name. Sometimes even typing in their name to Google, it'll come up as a scammer. There'll be other people that would have asked about it and asked the same questions, and it'll come up. This is a scam. Or even yeah. you can also check out their address on Street View. So you know, if you get somebody saying, oh, I live in, I don't know, Timbuktu somewhere and they give you a, a, an address and you you have the slightest doubt, just check out that street view. Because, you know, if it's in an old shack in the middle of a field or whatever, off grid, then it's not going to be, you know, it's, it's, something, it's something rings alarm bells Dodgy. there. You yeah. know, and the other thing as well is to look out for is poor grammar and spelling mistakes or you get a feeling that they're from another country or something and they are not to say yeah, there's I anything do. wrong with somebody from another country buying your artwork at all of course not but you can you can just tell can't you if somebody's writing something and it's it, you know it's very generic spelling mistakes badly. everywhere and it's the grammar's not right and yeah that's another thing to watch out for like I say it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a scam. I mean, I remember I had somebody, I don't know if you remember this, I don't know if, even know if we'd met at this point, actually. No, I don't think we had, but um, you remember when I was painting those bears years I, ago? Yeah, I didn't know you then. 
yeah, yeah, you didn't know me then, but I was I was painting a series of bears. This was when I first started realism oil oil painting. So it was a long, long time ago. And I started a little series of mini ones, just a like a miniature one. And I had somebody from Malaysia. I think it was Malaysia or Indonesia or somewhere like that. And it wasn't just Malaysia, it was like um a little tiny island off Malaysia wanting to buy this painting. And I was absolutely convinced it was a scam. And the worst thing was that I said that to him as well. I was like, I'm not stupid. <laughs> I know a scammer when I oh, see no. one. Yeah. Turned out completely real. Completely real. And what oh, it no. was is his wife. He actually yeah. what it was is he owned a like a hotel in Malaysia and his yeah. wife was obsessed with teddies she absolutely loved teddy bears and she had a particular teddy bear that was that she used to um she used to make canvas bags uh, with pictures of this bear on it she used to carry it around and it was just like this thing about the hotel was part of it was this bear and this bear that I painted reminded her of this one and I felt absolutely awful because I've been pretty rude which is unlike me I'm normally not but when I think I'm being scammed I don't care how rude I am then because people like that just really anger me um but yeah I he emailed me back and said it I actually I'm not a scam I totally understand why you and um why you think it might be a scam but it's not so that instead of googling it before I googled it afterwards didn't I and I felt absolutely awful afterwards <laughs> absolutely no. terrible anyway he's I said look I am so sorry. I I thought I genuinely thought you were a scammer. Um, you know, I understand now if you don't want the bear, that's absolutely fine. Uh, but he did. He did want the bear still. And he did buy the bear. And um, I sent him a little drawing as well at the same time of the bear because I felt so bad. But I think there was more to it than that. It wasn't because he was from Malaysia on a tiny little Malaysian island. The flag had been raised when it came to the delivery because quite often when like like I've just said if they are if they ask for strange delivery requests then that's that's a red flag and because of this island what it was is it I had to post it to some weird sort of um PO box PO thing, box whatever yeah. it was in um in a foreign country and then he had to go and collect it from there, from the island, and take it back. And when he sort of explained what he'd got to do, I was like, this just does not ring. This does not ring true here. I've just got a feeling about this. Yeah. But I was wrong. So yeah. just before you literally straight away say, oh, you know, this is definitely a scam, check it out. But there are some clearly obvious ones that are out there, you know, flying around like that, oh, it's my wife's birthday one that kind of one but this one yeah I did feel terrible I felt absolutely awful well um, I was telling you just before we came on air wasn't I that I have a possible opportunity that I'm not 100% sure is an opportunity didn't I yeah. I'm not going to go into details on here <clears> but <throat> the, the thing I'm going to do is minimize my risk so I'll, I'm going to go with the opportunity but I'm going to make sure it doesn't cost me much so that you know, if it costs me 30 quid, which is probably what it's going to cost me, mm. I've lost 30 quid. I've yeah. not lost thousands. No. But it is it is so hard sometimes, like you just saying with that one, to know if something is genuine. There's, there's only so much you, you can Google. Yeah. But even if you Google something, you're still not 100% sure if that person is the person. 
If and the trouble is mean. with scammers, they're trying to find new ways all the time because you, they know that people get wise to them. Um, yeah. So they just try something new. It's yeah, it's, it is sort oh, of it's scary. Annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And another thing, um, another one is um, if they. So this is a classic. I don't know if you've heard of this one where they overpay you. So you oh, should, I have yeah. heard of that. Yeah. yeah. So they accidentally. Well, they uh, what they do is you they they say they've overpaid you, and then you have to refund their overpayment. Right now, I don't know how it works. I don't know, but that is almost always a scam, and that's you know, and that's what you should tell them if they argue it. So, what you need to do is use PayPal or something like that. Send them an invoice via PayPal. Yeah, um, that that helps to eliminate those kind of risks. So rather than doing bank transfers and all that, I don't know. It's, it's just I think when you're using a third party like PayPal, you've got a, your you're at less of a risk of getting because they can't overpay you. Then can they? One thing they can do on PayPal, which is uh, it's not to get money, but they could do it to keep your art for free. Um, is you can do chargebacks. Right. So, but there's no way you could ever really account for this. If you, you no way you could get, I can't see a way around it. Because if you, you as a buyer are always more protective with PayPal than the seller is. Yeah. And so you can do a chargeback. So, say, for example, I buy something on PayPal and then I say either hasn't arrived or it's arrived damaged and the seller, won't refund me my money or refund me part of my money, I can do a chargeback against right, it. Right. And then PayPal can decide, yes, you know, they're more likely to take the buyer's side and then they'll give me my money back. Yeah. So somebody could do a chargeback on PayPal. Yeah. But I think you are still safer. I know that, you know, like you keep saying, you know, how does that work? The thing is... This is the problem. I don't know how any of these do work. I know what the classic signs are. I know that there are the ones out there where they're getting going to get money out of you. I don't quite know how they do it because I'm not a scammer and it's scary reading into it, do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But there, there are just certain things you just straight away, you just don't do. I mean, for example, don't ever send a painting off unless the payment has cleared into your bank account. You know, yeah. you should never do that equally though i mean it must be hard when you're buying work online from an artist that you you know you don't personally know how do you know that they're they could have a fake website they could have a fake website with um artwork pulled off of other people's websites you know images and do it that way so it must you know it's just as hard as well for the people that are trusting that the painting they're going to buy exists and this that actually for sale, you know. That actually happened with one of the NFT artists, but with NFTs. Yeah. So, but same basic principle. She, um, like a year or so before, before I was on there, she'd been selling these paintings uh, as NFTs. It turned mm. out they weren't hers. She'd basically scraped them all off some artist who wasn't selling as NFTs. Mm. So it wasn't like they were going to be online or find mm. out because they weren't on Twitter and stuff. Right. Um, yeah, I've been selling them. And the terrible thing is, this person was obviously incredibly clever. She then reset herself up 
as a different with an, under a different name as an yeah. NFT artist. Yeah. And she was then claiming and doing really well. She was brilliant at social media. She was then claiming that she was painting these pictures and she says, oh, I painted this self-portrait. But essentially what she was doing was going to a royalty-free site, taking a picture and distorting it. Right. So not totally illegal or anything. I was going to say that's a very blurry line. She was saying it was a self-portrait. It wasn't even her. It was a no. picture off the net. The strange thing is, she was obviously incredibly clever and incredibly good at social media. Yeah. So it's like you could do something legitimately. Mm. It's kind of crazy. So the thing is, when you have your when you have your image of your painting on social media or anywhere like that, it almost becomes public property in some ways because I I signed up for this thing. Um, I can't remember what it's called now because I've signed off of it now. Um, but it was this thing where it flags up if any of your images on your website are used elsewhere on the internet. All right. And so I signed up for it. And I was so flabbergasted by how many of my images from my website are used elsewhere on the internet without my permission. So, for instance, really? my, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, loads. My sweets. Remember the sweets I did, the foil yeah. sweat, foil wrap sweets. Um, they've been used, um, and my egg, my fried egg. You know, not my fried egg. Sorry, my uh, raw boiled egg, egg. Raw, raw, raw cracked oh, egg. Yeah. yeah, and the boiled egg with the soldiers. They've both been used. There's been quite a lot of my work has just been used, um, and it's usually, in fact. In fact, every one of them has been on a like a Chinese or Japanese or a, some Asian website somewhere. So I can't even I can't even fathom out what. What are they what, used as? Like adverts. Oh right, bloody hell! Adverts for things. One yeah. was on cholesterol. One was a one was something on cholesterol. They were, yeah. and they used my egg, and it's it was like an online magazine, I think. But you know. And oh, in German, Germany, there was quite a few that was on a German website. And I've sort of said to them, look, if you want to use my work, that's one thing. But I would like you to credit me as the artist. Yeah. That's all I'm asking. But they don't even answer. You've got, and, and really, you've got how i don't know how you deal with it and i got so many um flags saying this has been used that's been used and in the end i thought i d- i can't i feel like i can't do anything don't about know. it so i'd rather not know yeah do you know what i mean yeah um yeah, whether I, anyone's I, making money out of my art i don't know P- possibly possibly they're finding images and selling them to whatever which is you know it pisses me off because if i'm not making money out of that painting why should anyone else you know but I just want somebody to email me and say look I'm doing this article on this can I please use your I mean that's what happened with my painting of the bottles of coke I had a um, yeah an email saying you know we're doing it's a, a science magazine and we're doing articles on sugar and we really love your coke bottles called sugar rush can we use it and they did actually pay me but um, it, you know, even if somebody said that to me and said, look, we can't afford to pay you, but we will credit you as an artist. 
give you a link yeah yeah and link it to your website then I'd have probably said yes you know Um, yeah yeah but yeah just just honestly it's flabbergasting really and I think the blurry line is when they say I mean I, I don't know how true this is my son told me this and he said with um social media TikTok anything like that um anything you use becomes public property so if you were to um, post a, a video, it becomes anyone can use that. So that's fine. You just have to make sure that if you put a video up, it's something you're happy for everyone to see if you if it comes out. But when it comes to images on Instagram, I don't know whether I don't know whether that makes it public property, even though theoretically, I don't think you, it does. No. But but they do say, don't they? If you're on social media, you're basically saying yes, anyone can. You you know. Well, it's invi- it's it's given people the opportunity. But I mean, what I remember someone saying years ago, you know, when I made a course basically, yeah, um, on logo design, it did really well. Um, but then there were people in the forum saying, um, "I'm really worried because my." course is getting ripped off Mm. and of course if you course on the internet you can pretty much find any course on the internet yeah on on dodgy sites Mm because they all you know download them and make them available completely free Mm. um but someone said you don't need to worry about it because the people that will download it for free are the people who would never buy it from you anyway so in effect you haven't lost money it's if it they, only becomes, can they, they can't sell it on then can they well they could that is where the that is where the real problem starts yeah. if someone starts selling your stuff yeah you no know, without without you giving permission mm. but if someone if it's just on a dodgy site and like say for example anybody could go download our pictures and print them out if they wanted to at home yeah. couldn't they but the people who are going to do that aren't probably going to buy your art anyway no, it's, it's only a problem if they start then selling it. But it's, it's to me, it's the equivalent of being like an actual shop and having someone rob your shop, actually come in well, is, and steal yeah. your stuff. Except when you have a shop, you have insurances about, for things like that. You get paid in the end anyway because your stuff's gone missing and they pay you the value you of what it, it was worth. We haven't got that when yeah. we're on the internet. As, a, as artists, our gallery is basically out there and if people decide to use your work in, in ways you know and the only way you can really I mean there's certain things you can do you can disactivate or disable the right click on a website so for instance on my website I'm pretty sure I've done this I hope I have. yeah I'm sure I have but you, you you know if somebody were to right click on a photograph on my website um they can't it doesn't give them that option to copy it or download it or save it as an image anywhere on the computer so it takes away yeah, it's that really easy to get option. around that though very really well easy. yeah probably so the the other thing as well is yeah don't tell anyone online what the hell easy <laughs> is <laughs> but, but <laughs> i could do it now in about two minutes but so the other thing to do as well is to only upload images to your website to a certain quality so obviously you need your website to have um uh images that are going to show your work off really beautifully of course you want that but what you don't want to do 
is put a high enough resolution image up there where somebody can just download the image and print it of a really good quality. You don't. You want you want yeah. it to lose quality if it gets blown up, because yeah. Uh, and that's and that's another thing to be aware of. So I've got on my computer, I've got um, images of my work as a very very high resolution images, which do not go online. And I've got low resin images, and I've got medium res images. So the low ones are really just for thumbnails, that sort of thing. Um, my medium ones sort of go on my website and the high ones don't go anywhere. They just stick with, they, they are just mine. So if ever I wanted a image to go on the side of a building, I've got, I've got an image that's big enough. And, but you know, the ones I've got online are big enough that they, okay, they might make a reasonable quality A4 image, but they're not going to, they're not going to be stunning and they're not going to be, um, very high resolution at all so that's another thing and the other thing you can do is you can put a watermark now I believe you there are there is some way of putting an invisible watermark I'm not sure how this works I don't actually know how okay. to do this but I think <clears throat> there's a way you can put an invisible watermark so that um it doesn't show when you view it but it shows if someone tries to download it or print it uh, right, and the only yeah, somebody <clears throat> else has told me that, but I don't know how to do that. Something to, I'd have to Google. No. But the the one thing that I really that really bugs me is when you go on and um, or you see it online, you see it, and I don't I do understand why people do this, but at the same time, it's it's distracting, and it's very often beginner artists who are very scared of being having their work stolen because you know it's almost like when you're beginning your work is even more precious to you isn't it than it is when you're yeah if you produce you... something good you think oh my god I've never done that it's going to take me ages to do that again yeah and then what they do is they put it on uh, Facebook or Instagram or on a website if they've got one with a bloody great big watermark across it with their name on it and a copyright mark or whatever and, and it's like oh god don't do that you know if you're, gonna, <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna do it do it in the corner but then again somebody can soon blur that one out they can just remove it yeah it's, it's absolutely pointless because if you're going to put it across your artwork nobody can really see your artwork as they're meant to view it it's completely distracting but if you put it somewhere else where it's not going to be distracting then that anyone can um what is it when you blur it out yeah yeah, yeah. Cl- you know, I could edit that out in, a, in a really quick you could so uh, and also AI will edit that out quickly as well yeah well that's the thing so really a watermark is pretty pointless to be honest yeah yeah I think so it's just annoying it, it it's just an annoying thing so I've never done well I have done that as a beginner when I was a beginner I did do that but I used to do it in the corner but you do get like in the bottom corner but I don't I stopped doing that once I realized how easy it was just to edit that out if somebody really wanted to you know yeah but yeah so any others I've, you can I've got another, yeah I've got another one um this isn't why well, I would say a total scam because because some can be kind of genuine but when someone says they'd like to show your work on their Instagram page for money yeah so basically they've got an Instagram page and they've maybe got a few hundred thousand followers yeah and they say, oh, I've got a gallery. And then they'll send you, say, all right, how much? Mm. Well, first of all, they make out like it's for free. So, so then they say, message me. So you message them and they go, oh, it's $30 for this. It's $20 for that. And so you'll go, always, if you're going to do it, 
always bar them down because they're going to take a lot less than they asked for. Mm. But go onto the page and have a look and think, is this really going to help promote my work? Because sometimes you'll find that they've basically just bought fake followers. Yeah. So they'll have 300,000 followers. But then if you actually look at each post, maybe they've only got 200 likes and yeah. they've got one comment. So mm. chances are it's fake. Yeah. So check that thing. Um, I would say that is the key one, actually. Do they get any engagement? Because if they're not getting any engagement on the post, it's no point you putting yours on there because nobody's going to even see it or be interested. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Go on, you've got something to say on that one? Uh, yeah. O- offers to be um, to go on a gallery wall or one I've had is an offer to be in a very high-quality coffee table book an art book oh um, yes and it's basically yes that's true you are going to get into this vanity well I call it a vanity book because basically um you don't get paid for it they they create this very good quality book granted um and your work is in it but you pay them to go in it <laughs> yeah so they ask you for money so that you can go to get into this coffee table book and then they send you a copy of this book, I believe. Um, but ultimately, they've then got a book and they've had to pay nothing. They've made a shed load of money on all of the artists that get very excited because I'm going to be in this lovely glossy book, which will probably, you know, they might make, I don't know, they probably only make a, a, enough to send each artist that's given their work. So they yeah. end up just making money on the people that are desperate to get their work published. The problem is with that is that it's this is another thing that will happen with a beginner. I mean, I hate to keep using the word beginner artist, but you are vulnerable, much more vulnerable, because you are wanting to get your stuff out there and you can't believe your luck. And you're like, oh, my gosh, someone likes it that much. They want me to be in this book. Um, don't do it. That book, no. like I say, will be it will be a nice glossy book and they will send you a version of it. But nobody else is going to get one of those books apart from everyone else who's paid to be in it. Yeah. And, and it's that's exactly it. the same as vanity galleries, isn't it, as well? Yeah. Pay, you can pay a gallery to uh, and have a space on their wall. It's just not worth it. If somebody doesn't like my work enough to give me some money to put it in their book that they want to create, well, then... They're not having it. (laughs) I didn't spend hours making this piece of work so that I can then pay somebody else to show it. Yeah, fine. If I want to, I mean, if a gallery asks me to go on their gallery wall, thank you. Yes, lovely. And please do have a commission and a percentage of the work if you sell it because you're doing that marketing for me. You're putting it out there. But no, am I, I'm not going to pay you to go on your wall. No, it's not how it works you know i mean there there are some actual exhibitions i don't know how well i think it's genuine there is one in london which is well known um that you do pay for an art space but mm. it's all very open as in yeah as in a lot of these vanity galleries it's like oh we absolutely love your work and then it's like oh it's 300 pound mm. or whatever or they're like we have a competition it's free to enter but then if you actually get chosen, it's then £300. But there are a few exhibitions. I saw one in London, which I think is genuine. I couldn't be 100%. But that is very much 
um, a we have an art exhibition. Everybody pays X for their space. Yeah. So I think that is better personally because yeah. it was all above board, you know. And then so you just have to take your chances. Well, do you think that is actually going to be worth it for you? Yeah. Have, do they actually get people in there, or is it just? It's almost like, you know, if you want to go in an exhibition hall for a certain topic, yeah, yeah. you pay for your space, don't you? Yeah. Essentially, that's what they're doing. But I think the proper vanity galleries are more, they kind of try and hide what they do. Yeah. And again, think even things like competitions. If, you know, if you yeah. get invited to enter a competition and it costs you money to enter your work, well... I don't particularly like those kind of competitions because I wonder how much of it is really about them just getting a load of money out of artists who want the possibility of winning. Um, so be careful. I mean, obviously, if it's something, if it's a well-known art competition uh, by a well-known art company or something like that, that's that's different. And obviously, they do charge because yeah. they'll have admin fees and all the rest of it, and that's fair enough. But there are ones out there that aren't really interested in the art they just want the artist to pay the money um and for somebody who knows nothing about art to pull pull a name out of bag and say there you go you've won <laughs> whatever and yeah. it's not just just be very aware of things like that you know yeah i've entered the odd one but only when i've heard of or you know you know a bit more about the company yeah, like you're saying. Do you know what I mean? And it's and I would never pay more than I say. Some of them I think are like thirty five quid tops. And you but you get some. You see some and it's like seventy five quid a work. Yeah, it's like what? I won't do it. No, I'm not sure. I really I I love the idea of art competitions anyway. I mean, no, it's so blooming. It's you know, at the end of the day, you you see these programs on the TV. Even things like the big ones, like portrait artists of the year and landscape art you get a bunch of artists doing their stuff well who's who are they to say which one's the best because generally speaking the people watching will have a completely different view so it's all about really it's all about the person who's looking at the art what they like as their favorite it doesn't mean that's the best artwork by any means no It, it doesn't so I kind of find it's a bit of a blurry subject Again, but that's, not, that's really that... nothing to do with spams and all the rest of it, though. So I suppose we're going a bit off topic there, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it does annoy me, annoy me that they charge for it because I always think, hang on, if you're having an, an art competition, then either you're using that to get people into your gallery. Yeah. Because essentially, so that's the benefit for you. So why do you need to charge all these artists? It's mm. an opportunity. Or if you are charging, charge them a tenner, you know, yeah. like mm. our non-profit local one did. Yeah. Or get sponsorship for it. Yeah. Pay for it that way. Bloody annoying. Just go back to what you said about um, Instagram and you can see if they've got many followers. Um, yeah. And or like and quite often we have people come onto our page, I'll kick in the creatives, they try and enter the group. On that note, quickly, anyone who wants to enter the group, make sure you tick the box that agrees to the group rules because we can't let you in otherwise. Um, I keep getting people that have done everything. They've answered the questions. They forget to tick that box. But we have to tick it because we want to keep it spam free. So that's why. But anyway, the reason um, I often, what I'll do is if I'm I'm wondering about the person and I'll check on Facebook and it'll be maybe they've got 
uh, they've been on Facebook for a week <laughs> or 12 yeah, weeks I know. and yeah. they've got no followers or maybe a few friends and and they've joined a thousand groups it's like yeah okay that's obvious but you know recently on TikTok um, obviously you know I don't need to question this I don't need to question this because I know that it's real um, but yeah I've, I've got some really great followers um, Robbie Williams following me oh Robbie Williams, yeah and I've been on his uh, TikTok and he yep yeah, indeed it's him he's got a lot of followers he's got about oh, I don't know 100,000 so that's not bad um yeah. he's got about 12 videos and uh, yeah he tried to talk to me yeah had a little chat with yeah, Robbie nice. on my sofa yeah so that's yeah. good um who else oh Keanu Reeves Keanu Reeves oh yes he's, I've seen got him as well yeah yeah, uh, yeah, he's got. I don't know. I can't remember how. I think he's got a, a couple of thousand followers. So yeah, yeah. Keanu Reeves. Uh, who else? Brad Pitt. He's the most. Oh, nice. Brad Pitt. Yeah. Um, oh, there's a famous footballer as well. God, I can't remember his name. Famous footballer. I've really, had a really famous, famous actor. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's been great. Obviously, they're real. You know. I think yeah, I've got about five incredibly A-list Hollywood movie stars slash rock stars following me. So, yeah, I didn't get yeah. sucked into that one at all when I saw Robbie no. Williams following me. I thought, wow. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. It's funny. Yeah. So. I've got another, I've got another one, unless, unless you want to go. With no, another. carry on. And this this is one that I've had a few times. It's basically a kind of, I guess it's spoofing or trolling. I don't know what you call it. Mm-hmm. And it's when someone emails you or messages you and they say they're looking for someone to do some work for them and they think your work is perfect. Um, now, I had it, and the thing is, they actually research the company they say they are. So they email you saying they're a certain person. They say they are the owner of X company and they do X and it's a long old email, very accurate. And they say, we think your art would be perfect. Can you come back with some proposals? And I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, my art is totally wrong with this company. This company was a very kind of green, ethical, calm do you know what I mean? Yeah. Really minimal. And I'm thinking, my my work is not calm and minimal <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> and so I actually went on and Googled the woman, found the actual company website, and I emailed her. And then I actually found her, I think I found her Instagram as well. And I said, is this really from you? Because I'm not sure my art is right for you. And she goes, and then she comes back and she goes, no, it's a complete scam. I've been getting loads of emails, people asking me. It must be so frustrating for her as well. Yeah. And, and the only thing I can think of is they just, they're just messing about mm. and want to waste your time. It's, we had someone uh, recently I mean, trying to clone our Kicking the Creative group on Instagram, didn't we? Oh, did we? Did you not know that? Uh, I might have known it. I don't know. It happens all the time, doesn't it? So we had somebody say, um, is this you or something like that? And I looked oh, and thought, right. what? And it, they'd used our, they'd used our um, logo, logo and opened yeah. up an Instagram account claiming to be us. And they were getting followers. <laughs> really? Claiming to Better be than us. we are. <laughs> so I reported <laughs> they it. Got to more, in- they got more than yeah. us. 
<laughs> so I did report it to Instagram. Instagram, I think, are fairly good like that. TikTok are absolutely oh, right. rubbish. Um, Instagram right. are really good, I think, because I couldn't find it. About a week later, it was gone. And I messaged every all the followers I could find to say, that is not yeah. the real us, by the way, you know. Um, yeah. But you, you can only do so much because if there was 100 people to follow, I can't email 100 people to say, I can't message no. 100 people, but yeah. So no one's safe. I've, I've had that happen with my personal one. They've cloned my personal Instagram and my personal Facebook. Mm. And then, it's terrible, yeah, you just isn't have to block them. Yeah, it's just like weird. Yeah. I don't know what they get out of that. I think, don't. I don't know if they try and get people's personal details or I have no idea. Yeah, well, they horrible, try and take over your it's account. You they're using to do yeah. that. Another, yeah. another thing as well that really annoys me, and I don't, it's not a scam, but it really annoys me. It's when somebody says, Oh, um, if we um, we would like a piece of your work, it would be real good publicity for you. Oh, we're not gonna, yeah. we don't want to pay you, but we're gonna hang it, and you'll get hundreds of people will see it every day. Um, and you'll possibly, you know, get some work from it. And I think, okay, yeah. so if I phoned up a plumber and said, or maybe a carpenter, let's say a carpenter, and I said, I need some shelves put up in my lounge, um, don't want to pay you, but I do get a lot of visitors to my yeah. my um, house, and I obviously always have a cup of coffee in the lounge, and we face the, we face the shelves, and... And I'll be able to say, oh, you know, if you ever need some shelves done, this this is the guy who does it. So it'll be great publicity for you. What do you think that carpenter's going to turn around and say? Probably two words, one beginning with F and the other one beginning with O, wouldn't they? And and that's oh, a, yeah. <laughs> and, and that's what that is basically what I think when somebody says, oh, because it's ha- that's happened to me before as well. Oh, you know, if you hang it here, we could. It'll be a a public space, you know, public place. Yeah. It'll give you. I've had it with design work more. Yeah, yeah. That's annoying, isn't it? It's mad, isn't it? Yeah, really annoying. But I think um, that's uh, that's I, all I've got. I don't know if you've got anything else to add. One more, and it was a positive one. I thought we'd end maybe on a positive one, and it was a bit like your when you had the Malaysian businessman, mm. and it turned out to be a genuine thing. Do you remember when we first got? I think it was an email from from a woman and she said she wanted us to be she was wondered if we'd be interested being a part of adobe creative conference if we'd be, <laughs> oh yeah and the, adobe the thing. if we wanted to be that's speakers. it adobe max uh, which is a creative content and they were doing it all online because of covid mm. and we're like yeah right yeah anyway so we say yeah very interested thinking this is a complete scam and then she says, oh, we said, oh, you know, to arrange to meet. And we had a, a Zoom call set up, didn't we? Yeah. And we went on this Zoom call. I think, did we go on with her first? No, there were her first. And then four other people appeared or two other people appeared. Others about oh, to yes. But but we didn't expect anyone to appear, did we? Because we thought this was complete nonsense. Why would they want us? We were too small, you know, mm. compared to Adobe Max. Uh, and that all turned out to be completely real. And, and that's uh, still there, you know. You can still see that. I know. Yeah. If anyone wants to see that, go on my art. Oh, I don't know if it's on my art page or my personal page, actually. My, um, you, you click. It's the, if you go on our press page, you can see it, I think. Yeah. And we did this um, thing where we went and did 
they filmed us doing some sketching and on like a day out together and it was really good fun it was probably the best thing we've done in kicking the craters it was so much fun we loved it didn't we but yeah we definitely thought it was a scam because we thought well you know that, that that's not going to happen as if you know and I'd, I'd also say if someone sends you a link and you don't know who they are and you're you slightly sus on it all then instead of clicking their link go and google what they've told you yes. the link is if you know what I mean. So if they've told you it's a company name, sent you a link, instead of clicking the link, go and search for the company. Look that way and make sure it's genuine. And if you're completely not sure, but you think it could be a potential opportunity, just don't spend too much on it. Yeah. Spend a minimal amount that you're basically saying, okay, I'm prepared to throw away 30 quid or $30 or whatever as a punt yeah. on this thing that could be genuine. You're not yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope we've we've helped you, Andy. <laughs> we hope you've helped we've helped you. Um, at least given you some ideas as to what to look out for. I mean, that's all we can do because I, you know, we don't we're not experts on spoofs and scams, but that's our take on it. That's the things we've learned along the way. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, I think we should get on to the the last question. question don't we- you? Yeah, so we're going to read out the answers. And the question was, what's stopping you from getting to your creative project and what are you going to do about it? And I've got the first one, which is Tiffany Markham. I wrote a manuscript about my experiences as a home health aide, CNA. Even though I changed names, locations and never mentioned co-workers, I don't want to be found out by a rare few idiots from my past. I consider a pen name. Yeah, definitely. I was going to say, the, one of the most important parts of the question is, what are you going to do about it? So that's how are you going to get around it? Yeah, pen name, I think would be an excellent idea. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. And this is Andy, Andy W. Art. Currently, I'm a bit broken and I need to heal. Once healed, I need to get started on a new studio to allow a better space for creativity. I'm so sorry um, if you're having a hard time, Andy. Um, I think, yes, I think you do need to... I do think that having a nice space to escape from from you know what's going on around you is a is a good is a good thing for sure. I've got Annette Courtney fear. I can't seem to get what is in my head to come out of the other side of my pencil and I get very frustrated. Then I get despondent so my fear is a vicious circle. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I do. But, but what I, are you going to do about it Annette? That's the thing. What are you going to yes. do about it? You've got a, you've got a Think of what you're going to do about it. That's the point as well. And it won't get any better unless you keep using that pencil. Absolutely, no. In fact, you'll go the complete reverse. So, yeah. Deb Munn, 9479. Fear of drawing badly. I think we've all been there, haven't we? To conquer it, I've been doing small three to five minute drawings daily. Each Saturday, I'm going to choose my favourite little drawing and try and turn it into a larger full colour picture. I have a hard time putting the time into projects now that I'm an adult, partly because the responsibility is getting in the way, partly because lack of me time to get in the zone, and partly because even when I have the time and privacy, I'm afraid of mucking it up. The usual barriers. Doing small daily projects allows me to excuse the bad by telling myself the I only spent a few minutes on it, but I'm still trying to figure out how to increase my drawing habits so I get more of the bad drawings out of the way. Yeah, good answer. That's good advice as well Mm, about the small small things. Uh, I've got Alan Green Guitar. Well, there's a day job, a second day job, 
and my self-employed guitar teaching work, plug, plug, <laughs> and the occasional bit of financial service services, injury book, and exam question reviewing. That will be, what's it, £10 for that little plug there, Andy. And they all conspire to get in the way. Apart from that, there's cooking, gardening, and walking the Hound of the Baskervilles. I did have a moment when I thought the work work balance might be getting a little reassessed and a bit over the yawning chasm of the six-week school holes. But it ain't happening, a rump. Do you know what? I don't I've think always, I read that I've always, very well. <laughs> I've always wanted to learn the guitar. So maybe, Alan, you could teach me the guitar. I won't pay you, though, but I will. it'll be really good publicity for you when I oh, yeah. start playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Dave Hickory, giving myself permission. Having said that, creativity comes from struggle. Maybe this is me creating me. Love it. I've got Just Joe King Jr. What a brilliant uh, name, Instagram name that, that is. Hey, Just Joe King. Oh, I see. I, I was Get thinking, I was, no, I do now. <laughs> <laughs> Just Joe King. Oh, brilliant. Love it. Yeah. Uh, the fear of my skill set not matching my vision, aka being stuck in forever practicing mode. I th- I wonder if all if we're always all stuck in forever practicing mode. Of course we are. Mm. Yeah. Um, I've got nub art, self love, giving myself the time to study, practice, and rest enough to put that side time aside to work on the project. Once that's in place, your mind and body flow, and the project gets finished. I've got radius lotus fine art. It's a day job. When I'm not there, I'm exhausted. So what are you going to do about it? Yeah, exactly. Lunchtime sketch? Yeah, that's a good yeah, good plan. Or on the commute, if you're not driving. Sketching and driving is not a good idea at the same time. No. Um, I've got Lynn Hope. Oh, sorry, Lynn Hop Art. The constant rain. Oh, she must live in the UK. <laughs> I'll tell you what, we had the first yeah. sunny day in what feels like months yesterday. It was amazing. Um, but yeah, but but you can't really do a lot about that, can you? But <laughs> doesn't really. She I'm must ta- be an urban sketcher, I'm guessing. Yeah, because I'll tell you what. When it rains, the only thing I do would say is that if it's really beautiful sunny weekend here, I am really torn between, you know, being outside in the sunshine and sitting in the garden, and going in the art room because obviously I want to go in the art room. Um, if it's raining. It's an easy answer because I'm not going to want to sit in the garden. That's so, true, yeah. yeah. So raining for me almost makes it easier for me to go and create. But, yeah, if you're an urban sketcher, I guess you could do it in your car. Or you could go to a cafe, couldn't you? Go yeah, inside a cafe. like that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we have a new question for you, and that is ask us anything. So if you've got a question for either Tara or myself um, or both, um, whether that's art related or not serious or not let us know what your question is and we will answer the best and funniest questions in a future episode as an episode so not as answers you know at the bottom of a podcast but as an actual episode and this was an idea given to us by Rob Myers it was Rob wasn't it yeah it was Rob and um, we have done something similar before and it was really good fun actually it doesn't have to be anything serious or if you have a, a question you want to ask about art, we'll do our best to, to find out for you. But, you know, we're, we're not going to do hours of research. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it could be how we paint. It could be yeah, something might be. about, might be can you give us a tip for when you're painting your oil paintings, you know, something specific. Yeah, it? yeah. Or it could be anything about life outside of the art, anything at all. Um, 
and we will choose if we want to answer that or not. Yeah. <laughs> but definitely the best and funniest questions we will make into an episode. Now, Tara, Rob suggested yes. um, maybe some questions given to us with uh, via a voice, and that would be fun. If we had some voices, we could actually uh, we could put their voice within the episode not sure how i would do that but there, i've, there I've done there. it i've set it up oh you've set it up okay brilliant yes so, i've set it up we have a thing called speak pipe i think it's speak pipe forward slash kicking the creative something like that but what i'll do is when i post the thing the question. i will put it yeah when i post the post thing when i post the question i'll put it where you can do it by voice you don't have to you can just type it in as well but if we get a few people verbally at, at asking questions we'll actually include that bit on the uh, on the actual podcast i think that'll be really good fun i really do it's been a long time since we did one of those so yeah looking forward to that one yeah yeah so as always you can let us know your answers in the facebook group which if you haven't joined i'd suggest you do uh, we'll also put the question up on the facebook page and of course on instagram which is kicking the creatives and we hope that gave you the kick in the creatives you needed. Don't forget to pop over to our website at kickinthecreatives.com to find out how you can take part in some of our upcoming creative challenges. And of course, there you can also subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And if you're enjoying the podcast, we'd be so grateful if you would leave us a little review on iTunes or even just a star rating if you don't have much time. And if you want to find either myself or Tara online, I'm on Instagram as Sandra.Busby and my website is SandraBusbyArt.com. Tara, where can people find you? You can find me on my website, which is TaraRoskellArt.com and on Instagram and Facebook and other places as TaraRoskellArt. And don't forget to check out and subscribe to our Kick and the Creatives newsletter and you can keep up with what's happening with the art challenges and the podcast. You can do that via our website. And also we have a course which is all about how to create characters and cartoons for fun. You can find a link to the course on the website or go to kickinthecreatives.com forward slash Forward slash. Forward slash. Of course. Yes. Uh, go on. And if you want, if you do enjoy what we do and you'd like to help us um, with the cost of running Kicking the Creatives, you can now support us by buying us a coffee. Of course, it doesn't actually go in, on coffee. Um, you can find the link on our website. Um, thank you so, so much to Audrey Hennessy. She says, hi, ladies, the podcasts are great. Just discovered with your help. Loads of your earlier ones that are not on Spotify. I will enjoy listening to those. Sandra, I can't believe I found another artist who loves painting glass and shiny things. And then she's given me a link to her website, which I haven't yet clicked. So I'm going to go on that. And it says newirishart.com forward slash Audrey Hennessy. So I'm going to check that out. But yes, thank you so much. Really appreciate that. And I'm trying to work out why some of our previous episodes wouldn't be on Spotify, Tara. Any ideas? You're the techie one. I did go and have a look and I, I've Googled it as well. And I assume that they just only allow you to have so many. Ah, right, okay. a reason. So, yeah. yeah. So if anyone wants to check out our earlier ones, where do they go then? They just click on the link to our, our website. website. Yeah. 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 So there's and I'm on guessing the, on some the... platforms will show more than others. Yeah, because on our website, if you click on the more button, and then I think it's the more button, and then you go down and you click on podcast, and there um, you can actually click uh, a little link that says all episodes, and then it gives you a whole list of all of our episodes. I think it's 100, this would be 139, wouldn't it? 
and yeah. you can go right back to day one but I would highly suggest you don't because <laughs> <laughs> again Rob Myers he said oh I went back to listen to your first ever episode he said you sounded really posh well that's because we were really nervous and I don't think said I could you bring sounded posh me I don't Not think me. I could bring myself to go back and listen to one of our really early episodes because I'd probably cringe <laughs> but anyway yeah well, if you did if you were interested that's where they are so someone actually told me um the other day on Instagram she says you sound like Courtney off of some cartoon <laughs> so I had to go have a look but she sounds really American to me Real, oh really kind of strong american accent yeah oh okay oh i don't know but yeah. there we go you also another, do you have another kofi person yes yeah. joanna brown of course thank you so so much joanna for your continued support we really appreciate that um julianne posco which i found this morning um thanks oh, for all of nice. all, yeah she said thanks for all that you provide for us it's great well thank you julianne we really appreciate your support and if you cannot help us in that way uh, with Kofi there are other things you can do to help us you can share our episodes with other creatives um, or you can write some nice review share an episode whatever you can do in that way it all helps so we really do appreciate any support you can give anyway that is it for this time and we'll see you again next time see ya bye thank you so much for listening we hope you enjoyed the episode and if you did perhaps you'd like to share it and leave a review for us on itunes back soon